by Regina F. Finley. This podcast is sponsored in part by RLF Enterprise Consulting Services. Our motto is, from life through health to death, I've got you covered. For more information, call me at 773-744-7884. Again, for more information, call me at 773-744-7884. If you would like to support this podcast, please feel free to send donations to Cash App, dollar sign RLF Enterprise, and or subscribe to 316magazine.com. Again, to subscribe to 316magazine.com. I now tuned in to Let's Talk About with Regina L. Stingley, your host for the next 30 minutes here on the Heart of a Widow's podcast. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. I know it's been a little space and time since I've been on the line, but I'm here today. And today is a special day for me. My topic for everyone on today is there's life after death and living beyond the grief. Now, that's a good one for me today. And I'd like to say that on today, I have a special Facebook buddy on the line with me. Uh, Cassandra, can you let them know that you're here in the midst of this online podcast? Hello there, Sister Regina. Yes, this is Cassandra Bradshaw. How is everyone doing? I hope everyone is blessed. And uh, I am here to just share with my uh, sister about some things that uh, may have touched somebody's life. And we're just trying to uh, encourage someone on today. Amen, amen. That's what it is. And I'd like to tell you a little bit about this person, Sister Cassandra Bradshaw. Ladies, gents, I met her, and it was something about her spirit that stood out to me. And, you know, you meet somebody, and then you're like, hmm, I like her. You know, then I met her again, like, through a Facebook interaction. She was so encouraging and so supportive with her comments. And Facebook is not always about telling all your business and uh, cheating, heat, uh, fussing, all of that. It's not always that. Uh, but sometimes you can be the one who make those encouraging encouraging comments and things that will uplift somebody. And it was something about this Cassandra Bradshaw spirit that just touched me, and I end up reaching out, sending my numbers, saying let's, let's get in contact with each other and let's talk about it. And even what we're going through on today and what we're talking about today is because we found a commonality in our communication, even online. Amen. Even online. Wouldn't you agree, Sister Sandra? Yes, yes, definitely. So when I have mentioned to my producer before that the heart of the widow was more than just for widows, and it's it's not that. It's not just for widows. It's for people. It's not just for women, although my focus and concentration has always been to women, to the because I have a bond. <laughs> I can identify more with women, uh, though I started it in the aspect of I had lost my husband. Yeah. Today is still going into the seventh year, and I know I shouldn't say lost my husband, but my husband passed away. He mm-hmm. died, and enduring that grief was one of the hardest one of the hardest, because when I think about today is the day that my sister passed away two years ago, and that was a difficult pill. And I just want to acknowledge I loved her. I still love her. And 
there's a pain when you lose a loved one, and I know that. In my past, I've shared with many of you that over the last seven years has been really, really difficult, and I've had to endure some hard days, some tearful days, some late nights, and a lot of grief and sorrow, which is why I'm so familiar with yeah. having this here topic of living beyond the grief. Four months ago today, I lost my mom, Mrs. Lily Allen, yeah. and even that, you know, Cassandra, sometimes I look at in the mirror and I see mom and I encourage myself cause yeah. to say, what would mama say? <laughs> what would mama say right now? <laughs> yeah. right? And I know you can relate to that too, Cassandra, because you share with me and I, I've witnessed and about your mom passing away. Correct. And yeah. so, you know, the concern even for my niece on today and my nephew it's hard, and I know they're feeling still that grief. Today we're going to do a balloon release in honor of Floyd Gardner. We're going to All do right. a balloon release. And it's like we're sending up our prayers to heaven and saying, hey, sis, hey, mama, hey, auntie, we love you. We miss you. But yeah. we still got to live beyond the grief and keep it moving, as my husband used to say. Keep All it right. moving, Jeannie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what would you tell yourself? How have you managed yourself with surviving or enduring the pain of losing your mom? Sister well, um, you know, when you lose a, a loved one, whether it's unexpected or it's something that you see, you know, may be coming, it's still traumatic. Yeah, and um, I went through several um, several stages, and I did not realize that there were stages mm-hmm. uh, of grief. You know, through your grief journey. So, um, because you know, you expect to be sad, and you expect you know certain things to happen, mm-hmm. and uh, then you. Ex- the unexpected because sometimes, you know, if you're a quiet person, you're not so quiet, you know. Uh, in my grieving, I have such a relationship with the Lord that, you know, I had to have a talk with him. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> and although he, he did, uh, he sent a word, he sent several words, and I did watch. You know, as my mother was going through what she went through with uh, medical issues, she was pretty healthy for her age. Yeah, tell but, about her age. Tell about oh, your mother's age. She yes. was almost a what is it? A almost hundred. Almost a hundred years old. She passed away at age ninety-nine, one month from being a hundred. So it was a blessing. That was you know? a blessing. That was a it blessing. Was strictly a blessing. But I tell you also, and, and and maybe we can talk about it later on at some other uh, date and time, mm-hmm. I watched God do a couple of miracles with my mother, too. So I really didn't have a complaint with the Lord. She was with me for so long. She <laughs> lived with me for so long. So it's like, okay, what are you missing out on? You know, because she was there with you and all that. But you know what? Everybody still grieves. It is and we grieve differently, too. That's it. It's mm-hmm. still a loss, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's expected or not, because it's a process, especially if you see somebody going through something, 
that's another kind of grief because mm-hmm. you're looking at, is there one more thing I could have done to make them more comfortable? Is it something I should have known earlier? Is it, you know, you put yourself through those things. So All those questions. You really do. And uh, what you, what uh, I forgot to mention to you, I did my mother's service. Oh, you facilitated it. Yeah. And um, it was nothing but the Lord that held me up. It was nothing. He said uh, for me to release love on the people. Amen. 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 But I did go through, uh, you know, afterwards. He kept me up, and I went through afterwards. I went through, uh, look, I was arguing, hollering at the Lord. <laughs> Isn't that typical? I, I yeah. think about, let, let me share. I think about how when, now I saw my mom transitioning, and matter of fact, I had right. my mom in hospice. I had yeah. her in hospice that last month. I had no issues with that. I worked for hospice. And yeah. I know my mom had everything planned. Let me tell you, that one was so smart. Five, seven years ago, she had prearranged because I was working in a funeral and cemetery business and an insurance agent, and Mama prearranged her whole funeral. Fifteen years before that, she had already prearranged and paid for her burial. Mama was ready and in order, but at the same time, when she finally took her last breath, because I was standing there with my daughters, and when she took that last breath, I still was so hurt. Like, I knew this was coming. I'm like, God? I'm like, Mama? Mama, yeah. are you gone? I start feeling for everything to see maybe it's wrong. And I knew. I knew she was transitioning. But it's still, whether you expect it or it's a shock, it still is one of those where you have to go through some stages of <laughs> acceptance, you know, yeah. and just the, you want to holler, you, you're angry, you want to bark. Yeah. It's like a stage of death. You go through yeah. it all over again. And then you finally, finally, you got, if you didn't cry at any point, you got some issues you still need to work out. We said that, right? Yes. (laughs) No way you can get through this. We may, I've done it. I coordinated my mom's services. I did the whole program planned out and then set back. But I don't care what their age, whether they're young or old or somewhere in between. When I lost my husband at 56, yeah. I said, hmm, I don't like this, but no. I knew yeah. you have to go through it. Which, mm-hmm. Cassandra, let me share this before I forget. Sure. This is uh, the grief message that I have for today coming from mm-hmm. a book that I read called The Light for My Path, Prayers and Promises, Illuminating Selections from the Bible with Prayer Starters. Yeah. So here's the thought. Jesus' victory over death. Mm-hmm. He, sh- he will swallow up death in victory. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all, from off all faces. And that's based on the word from Isaiah 25 and 8. But if I can go ahead, and I want to read the passage of the thought that came with it. It says, Father, right now, standing at the grave of one I love, I cannot be consoled by any words. Mm. I am capable only of weeping for my loss. All I can feel is despair and anger that my loved one has been ripped away from me. Mm. I am in shock, stumbling through my paces, letting others guide me during these horrible hours. And yet this is a battle that is already won. 
Jesus, through his death and resurrection, has conquered death, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And that's based on the word, John 3.15. But it says, I know this, Father. You know how you said you had the conversation with God? Right. I know this, Father. I believe this. Be with me today as I grieve. Wipe away my tears and give me faith in these dark hours. For the victory is already yours. Yeah. Isn't that a, that's the word. We said we seek the word. We talk to God. We go through mm-hmm. all our emotions. But this is the message of reading that I want to leave today because yeah. I know the pain when you even think back to mm-hmm. what you, how you felt and what you went through. Yeah. It's something. It's yeah. something, Cassandra. It really is. It really and we, is. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, they give you five basics stages that you go mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. and uh, if you look further some say it's seven stages and mm-hmm. some even say 12 stages really so, uh, yeah so as I was looking through things I was like wow but I guess the basic ones I'll just read the basic ones are yeah, uh, that's the first five uh, denial mm-hmm. anger bargaining Mm-hmm. Expression and acceptance. Finally accepted. That's the final one. That's it. So <laughs> other stuff may happen in between before you get there, right? Right. Right. <laughs> and you know, the length of time that you spend with each one, and it's not in any particular uh order either. Mm-hmm. But the length of t- well probably denial may well, you know, maybe just so anger before denial. I don't know. But, you know, the length of time depends on the person, and it depends on their journey. It depends on what support that the person may or may not have, too. So, you know, but we all kind of go through a nucleus of these uh, types of stages. Yeah, You know, it's really something. And I I went through them, definitely. You know, I had questioned, and you and I talked about this before, Mm -hmm. what is the most difficult death? To endure the loss yeah. of the loss yeah. of uh, the loss of your mother, the yeah. loss of your child. I always think that's so so hard to lose a child. Yeah. And when my when my great niece passed away at age of six, that yeah. was so difficult. I know for her mother. Her mother was young as well, and yeah. here she's losing a child. Uh, I gather she's in her thirties, but she's losing yeah. a child at six years old. Yeah. But then I thought about how. Six months later from that, my brother passed. So that was her dad, mm. mother, dad, child. And then um, six months after that, she lost her uncle, which was my husband. Mm-hmm. So the loss of my husband, then the loss of a sister, no, a brother, another brother passed away in my situation. And then wow. another sister two years or three years after that, and now two years later, my mother. So we've experienced, and I know you've experienced the loss of your mom, your sister, your brother, and someone close. And when I thought about it in conversation, and I kept on thinking, what's the most difficult? And if I had this on the call in right now, I'd tell people, call me and tell me why. And now, Sandra, Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you. You're the only one I got here. (laughs) So I want you to tell me which one you think and why. Well, um, I, I found actually that it is your mother 
Mm. And I didn't realize that until actually I read it. Um, and I'm trying to think of where I read it, but uh, I was kind of surprised. Uh, I don't know if I read it on social media or what, but uh, I was like, wow, okay, so that's why I, you know, felt the way I, I felt because uh, it talks about how devastating it is. So I went online, actually, and looked it up, mm-hmm. and the um, there was a U.S. national study done, and it talks about the uh, adult children and the psychological and physical well-being of uh, the adult children. Mm. So um, evidently there is a um, uh, a connection there so strong with your mother, hmm. you know, and it kind of, when you think about it, it kind of makes sense, you know. Yeah, but that connection you had even at first, right? Even at first. I mean, your mother is who uh, is who carries you mm-hmm. in her own body, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not really um, 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 saying that someone who is adopted or who is a step-parent or a step-daughter or son or something uh-huh. like that cannot have a deep connection. Not saying that at all because sure. those roots are deep and those connections are are deep. But yes. um, uh, when you think about the connection that a mother has to a child uh, under normal circumstances, it really does make sense because the mother is feeling that child, you know, every single day as the child is growing. There is a spiritual, emotional connection there so um and it's really something because my father used to say um he used to always always talk to us about our mother you know uh you honor your mother your mother is this your mother is your best friend that you'll ever have my father just really just you know, knock that into our heads. Not that we didn't know it anyway, but he was really, you know what I mean? He was really somebody that really pointed you towards your mother. And it, it really is the psychological connection that uh, there is some mother's breastfeed, mm-hmm. you know. So there's a, a, a super connection, I'll just say, with that, even emotionally, it. spiritually, uh, psychologically. And it really does make sense when when you think about it that the death of your mom, look at uh, not wanting to bring up anything political, but look what the gentleman who uh, died this past summer, um, uh, not died, was, was killed this past summer. Uh, Floyd? Floyd. Uh-huh. He called out for his mother. He should be. You know, he didn't call out for any, he called out for his mother. So um, it's really something that. A what about, what, hey, let me, let me go here. Go ahead. What about when Christ was on the cross? Okay. He looked down at his mother. At his mother. He, he made sure she father, was okay. But he did look down to his mother and he wanted mm-hmm. to make sure she's okay. When you think about the mother. Yeah. So it's like my husband used to always tell my son. 
Don't mm-hmm. worry about me. Take care of your mother. That's Don't it. Don't worry about me. Just take. So my son did a song in memory mm-hmm. of him. Uh, I think it was for his birthday to give to me, and I love that song. Wow. And one day I'm gonna play it, but it was like. Don't worry about me. Just take care of your mother. And that's what he would always tell him. When my son would say, what you want for your birthday? What you want for for, uh, for any occasion or holidays or for Christmas? And my sure. husband would always tell him, don't worry about me. Just take care of your mother. And yeah. that's why I think even now mm-hmm. when I am no longer in my house and when I a couple of months ago fell and dislocated my kneecap mm. and for attendance, and then my son, though, as soon as my mom died, he came to the house yeah. to get me. He just yeah. said, i got to take care of my mom. And which brings me up to another song. Uh, my son, I think, and my daughters, I, I love them dearly. They have really been good providers and caretakers and support yeah. for me. Right. They have been there for me. Wonderful. And so much so, I think my son thinks I'm supposed to be a permanent fixture with him. <laughs> <laughs> And I know there is nothing I can ask of them that they wouldn't do. I know it's not. But it's something about having that right connection with the mom. And my daughter-in-law right now is um, breastfeeding the latest addition to the Stingley family, a daughter. And um, she is so attached to her mom. So I think it's something even more profound than we realize when you are the one who is more than the hand that rocks the cradle, but you are the one that's keeping them alive. She senses for her mom and her dad, there but it's just that connection. I see it. And unfortunately yeah. I was never able to breastfeed uh, my mm-hmm. children, but I still had that bond between them that I call them my heart, my mm-hmm. joy, and my mm-hmm. pride. Amen. My, my pride, the middle child is my joy and my mm-hmm. baby boy. My son is my heart. And so it's a connection. And I always tell them, I try to prepare them that one day I'm not going to be here. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to hear that. But it's Mm -hmm. true, Cassandra. One day we're not, as mothers, we're not going to be here. And Mm -hmm. there's a couple of ways I try to prepare them, and I'm saying even here. Get Mm -hmm. insurance. I tell other people, I have insurance. I even mm-hmm. said get prearrangement if you can't get insurance. But yeah. I'm a licensed insurance agent, and I tell people all the time, if you prepare on the physical side that way, it might take a little bit of the blow off. It might, not a lot, because mm-hmm. you're still going to have to deal with letting go emotionally, sure. letting them go. And what I've learned, if I was ever given a word, I would tell her the only way I made it through, Cassandra, mm-hmm. with the loss of mom, the loss mm-hmm. of my husband, is I had to lean closer and closer yes. and trust God. Yes, definitely. God. And Absolutely. I know it's through that, even with my widows group that we talk about, I asked mm-hmm. them the other week, what would be the message that you would encourage any other widow or anyone who lost somebody? What mm-hmm. would you say? And the consensus was, tell them you can make it. All right. You can That's make it. It, it may make seem it. like you mm-hmm. can't. And they mm-hmm. seem like this is the hardest day of your life. You mm-hmm. may have what I call widow moments when you just cry or sure. those nights late at night when you – I thought about my sister yesterday, older sister, mm-hmm. who had a birthday yesterday, made 72. Oh. And I thought she was so close to my mom. She was the oldest. She was her firstborn. Yeah. And I thought about how 
we always look for mama to call and wish mm-hmm. us happy birthday. Yes. And mama mm-hmm. couldn't do that in the natural sense. But I know I put her mama's picture up. We were doing a Zoom connection just mm-hmm. to let her know mama's still here. There you She's go. here with us. When you look at yourself, you see your mother. Yeah, I don't know something. anybody. And brother, you're a male child or female. You can mm-hmm. look at yourself, even through my grandbaby when she was born. I looked mm-hmm. through her eyes and saw my mother. She mm-hmm. came like one month after my mom was gone. Wow. But I like the spirit of them. And that's why I say real love, it never dies. No, it, it never doesn't. dies. No. So, you know, in closing, I just think about how life is difficult, but there is life after death. We can live beyond the grief. When we focus on, here's another thing I learned, focus on your purpose. God yes. has us all here for a reason, for mm-hmm. a purpose. Yes. And we all have to live our own lives. Mm-hmm. And when the time comes, I still know God is in control, yes. and I'm going to trust him that he Absolutely. never makes any mistakes, and he knows our time from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. He knows what's going to be the length of time between the dash. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That dash. So That's I'm right. just grateful, and I hope that something we've shared today, Cassandra, has yes. encouraged somebody. Yes. To know that you can make it. You can make it. You can make it. It's okay if you cry. It's okay if you feel sad. It's okay if you have to weep sometimes. Just know if that person was in Christ, if they were a child of God, then Mm -hmm. they are now getting their eternal rest. Yes, absolutely. Resting in peace. When I celebrate Mm -hmm. the birthdays, happy heavenly birthday. Because I'm still counting the years for my husband. He died too mm. young for me. So yes, like, of but, course. But I'm still counting. Mama, mm-hmm. this year is going to make, would have made 93 had she been alive. Ooh. 93. So she didn't Beautiful. make it as far as your mom, but I'm mm. still counting because we're going to release balloons for her on October okay. 24th. Go back to the house, Regina, on the outside. I'm not trying to fall down any stairs, but we're mm. going to release balloons in honor of her life. Okay, all right. So be not weary. Be not weary, those who are grieving. And do not grieve like those who do not know Christ. It's yes. a difference. Wouldn't yes. you think, Cassandra? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it really, Great it really is. You have to go through the physical uh, crying and all that, but uh, there comes a peace. There does. Yes. There comes a yes. peace. So, Cassandra, I'm going to ask if you'd be so kind to close us out in prayer. And we're just thanking God for you joining me on today. I really appreciate you. And we're going to look forward to the next time. Maybe we'll be talking about friendship. What's real friendship, you know? Yeah. It's just something. So I thank my producer, which is Kent Huntley of 316 Magazine. I thank him for helping. Thank you, Regina. I appreciate it. We're going to be looking forward to you all subscribing to that magazine and to just helping me in donations to continue this year's podcast. So for now, Cassandra, again, I thank you. And if you can take us out in prayer. Until the next time. All right. All right. We thank you, Father God. We thank you and praise you for this woman of God. We thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the encouragement. 
Lord God, that she is a beacon of, that you are using her, Lord God, for your glory. We're thanking you for every heart, Lord God, being healed even right now, Lord God. Touch everyone that hears this podcast, Lord God. Touch their hearts. Touch their minds. Touch their emotions, Lord God. Touch their physical bodies, Lord God, and bring forth miracles, Lord God, healings in their bodies, Lord God, in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. God, we're thanking you because you are the encourager, Lord God. We're thanking you for peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord God, that everyone will come to a point of peace, Lord God, and acceptance, Lord God, in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. Yes, we hurt, but after the hurt, Lord God, heal them, Lord God, in Jesus' holy, mighty name. Amen. 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 So until the next time, stay encouraged. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Sometimes you just can't lean to your own understanding. You just got to trust God. That's it. That's it. Hey, you're listening to Let's Talk About It from the Heart of a Widow, hosted by Regina L. Stingley. This podcast is sponsored in part by RLF Enterprise Consulting Services. My motto is, from life through health to death, I've got you covered. For more information, call me at 773-744-7884. Again, for more information, call me. A seven seven three seven four four seven eight eight four. If you would like to support this podcast, please feel free to send donations to Cash App, Dollar Sign RLF Enterprise, and or subscribe to three sixteen magazine dot com. Again, to subscribe to three sixteen magazine dot com.